Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 59 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, and as always, I am joined by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Hello. I am physically present today. Oh. Hello. I guess I'm not physically present today. This is just an illusion. You guys got to make it weird. I do have That's a new background, do. though. <laughs> You guys need to change up your backgrounds like myself. Come on, if, uh, if you're new to this show, we are a weekly Pokemon news and opinion show. Ah, emphasis on opinion. <laughs> we are also an educational show. A tangent show. Uh, yeah, uh, and... Uh, uh, and if you're if it's your first time listening, you're in for a good time, I promise. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Uh, for those who are joining us for the first time, real quick, let me just give you a little preview of what you're in for. Show's broken up into three parts. First part, news section. Second part is the deep dive. Third part is everyone's favorite Pokemon fact of the week. I've read this week's. It's a pretty good one and will probably uh, cause some discussion. Um as I said, uh, this is a, uh, a bit of a spoiler-ish show. We do talk about the games, things that happen in them, things that happen in the anime, the manga, whatever. So uh, if you're okay with that, great. If you're not, um, well, just know what you're getting yourselves into. <laughs> so uh, there is your spoiler warning for anything that we may or may not uh, break. Because last week, the Isle of Armor came out. Mm, yes, it did. We, uh, we all got to play a little bit of that, uh, and so we'll probably talk a bit about that today in addition to a bunch of other things. Let's get right into it. I want to start, oh, I will say, uh, you know, the po Pokemon company was fortunate enough to do their big news reveal before we recorded this, and boy, oh boy, big do news. we have some opinions. So Big news, We'll Jim. talk about Pokemon, Pokemon Unite. When we get when when we get there, so don't worry, we are going to talk about it. All right, first things first, I'm going to change up the order just a little bit because um, uh, the second part of this story is just is totally heartbreaking. Um, but the first part is, you know, look, rare Pokemon cards. If you if you are looking like then don't you know don't I am not an investment professional uh, or, or do not you know make any ideas on how to uh, manage your money, but if uh, you spent a bit of money on Pokemon cards back in the day, uh, some of those solid investments, including probably one of the rarest cards available, is has is going to hit the auction block. It, so has, all, has, it has hit. 
the so we're all block. so we're all going to chip in a little bit and see uh, if mm-hmm. we can uh, if we can get this one. Christian, why don't you fill us in? So uh, one of the this is this is weird because it's technically not a true Pokemon card. Sure. If you win the World Championships, you are given a uh, number one trainer card, and it acknowledges that you are the number one trainer. This is a uh, a tradition that dates back to the earliest days of the Pokemon trading card game. And uh, the original versions of these cards uh, not only were kind of an acknowledgement, they also doubled as your actual entry into super secret battle tournaments. <laughs> this is an actual thing, I kid you not. Um, one of these super secret battle cards uh, that is number one trainer card that is believed that only seven of them were ever made, which makes it rarer than the Illustrator Pikachu cards, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, anytime one of those, like, hits the auction block, they go for, like, $50,000. They get stolen out of the mail. There's all sorts of drama. Um, like, Jim and his, like, little red cart can be seen in the scene of crime. <laughs> Anyways. Yep. Um, you know, so one of these super secret battle number one trainer cards uh, of which there's only believed to be seven in existence is currently available for auction. Now, the auction block company believes that this will go for approximately $100,000. Uh, right now, when I wrote the article about it, the price was much lower at about $15,000. So mm-hmm. uh, it's a cool piece of Pokemon history. Uh, while they still make these types of cards today, they are not considered to be nearly as valuable. Um, and this is, yeah. but this is correct me if I'm wrong. One of the earliest ones. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't. It's it's hard to tell. I'll be honest. You know, I did I did some research on this. I don't think it was the first one of these. No, but it was one of the first. This was part of like the first era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. So if you want to see a picture of what it looks like, uh, by all means, head on over to comicbook.com. You can find it there. Uh, it's a pretty cool looking card. Um, mm-hmm. It is in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, pretty cool thing. And so uh, on the flip side of that, uh, two weeks ago, we talked about uh, someone pulling a, what, a card that had the potential to sell for $55,000, a first edition shadowless base set Charizard. Uh, it was a, a YouTuber by the name of Leon Hart, who I watch, um, you know, from time to time. His uh, his card pull videos are, are pretty cool. Uh, I watch, you know, obviously we all watched the, you know, the video of him pulling that, and there was a lot lot of emotions there. And turns out, uh, Leon Hart sent the card to get graded, as you probably would if you pulled a card like that, except sent it if through the USPS, and it's lost. Bad decision. Yep. Especially bad, bad decision. I mean, I'm I'm not going to comment. You know, the United States Postal Service is a you know proud and venerable institution here in the United States, and I think we can all agree that it shouldn't be defunded. However, if I had a card potentially worth fifty thousand dollars or more, I certainly mm-hmm. wouldn't put it in the mail, especially. If, you know, I, I say this of all due respect to this YouTube personality, but if I am a public figure, hypothetically, people could figure out where I live. 
you know, it does, it's not that hard to do. Um, and, you know, if you don't take the proper precautions, it would not be that difficult for someone just to walk up, you know, and pull that card out of your mailbox. Um, or even, you know, pull that card out of the mailbox that you securely deposited in. Or even just pull it out of the mail pile, you know, as it's getting sorted. Uh, too many, too many just variables. I really hope that he had card insurance on that. I yeah. like genuinely hope. I mean, I hope, I hope like, cause you can like, like file like lost mail tickets with them. But, and again, I say USPS go, they are highly underappreciated, but anytime, cause you know, I know Hoffer hates them, but like I collect Funkos and I have a, I have a <laughs> solid repertoire of like more expensive ones that I end up like keeping or flipping. Anytime I've ever had them delivered with USPS, they have not arrived <laughs> or they have arrived. I think one arrived a year later oh, wow. and it was literally so damaged. Like they just put it in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> no. I- gone. So like, that's fine. I hope, I really hope he had insurance, but like there are actual like premium shipping services that cater to this kind of clientele Mm -hmm. for if you're sending comics or anything like that, that you're trying to get graded, that is far more secure. So if you're listening to this and you find one of these cards in your old collection, Mm -hmm. maybe like look into one of those. I would have, I would have flown and, and hand delivered that card if I had found, if that was mine. And, I mean, you know, because he didn't, you punished him by taking the card. Isn't that right, Jim Viscardi? Wow. wow. Where were you on the night that he That is a wild accusation. I a hope wild. he has a ring or something, and we can, like, look at the footage, and we just see, like, a masked man pulling a red wagon <laughs> down his street. We'll know. We will know then. With, with, a, with a precocious, like, four-year-old also wearing a mask <laughs> in the red cart. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, it, it's, it, look it's, it's, a, it's, a really, it's a really, you know, crappy situation. Yeah, like, obviously. Especially, like, look. That sucks really And it sucks more because, like, Leon Hart is a guy who genuinely loves this stuff. And he is a – He's a lot of fun to watch. He's really, like, one of maybe two – trading mm-hmm. card uh pokemon trading card um youtubers that i follow and so so you know, my, my my heart breaks for him yeah. but bro usps come on that's yeah. that you know what you, you roll I'm the crossing dice my fingers you'll yep. find it yeah i mean he, like it, to be fair, in his video he said he has used the usps uh before and has had uh, a very high success rate um never has never had an issue and so he obviously thought you know this would not be but again this is also a story like you know christian said was uh, was covered pretty widely because it's not every day that you know you, a card like that shows up. Um, so so anyway, we spent a lot of time on that card. Well, let's move on to some other Pokemon news. Hey, before we do, I do have a sidebar here, oh. Megan. How does one flip a Funko? Like, do you give it like a fresh coat of like interior paint, update the kitchen, and then like turn it for like a fifty thousand dollar profit? Like that's an yeah. that's an awful dad joke, Christian. What? what? Like no, no, I'm serious. Joke. That that's exactly how you do it. How how uh, I am like how how does one like do you, do you just go and like keep an eye out for like Funkos that you know just are like oh. oh, oh. I know that idiot on eBay isn't selling it for the right price. Yoink can turn around and like sell it for like. 
I mean, people sell boxes. You can, like, if you find yeah. one out somewhere, you can get that and probably find the box on eBay. And if it's in good yeah. enough condition, it usually ships flat. And then you put, it's like the Funko Pop is pretty much worthless uh, out of the box. The box itself, pro the box itself, oddly enough, is probably a bit more valuable than the out-of-box Funko. But you get the, you get the Funko and you get it in its original box, immediately it, the yeah. value triples. I see Jim as also a connoisseur of this. <laughs> but he's I, right. That's how you do I it. am so confused. I'm not going to push this point any longer. I just accepted that there are certain things I have a large blind spot on. Funko's being one of the biggest. But like, I was just like, wait, flipping Funko's, that is, that is a new, something new. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go. We got some Pokemon Go news. The yes. Battle League is back. Thank, you, thank goodness. Lord. You could hear Jim cry <laughs> tears of joy uh, when they uh, made I the announcement. I love the Battle League. As he could uh, rapidly tap. Circle, 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 spin, 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 slash, 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 tap, 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 tap. Uh, as quality gameplay right there. That's right. They they had to disable the leader the leaderboard, unfortunately. Um, and uh, they, so they there's a good there's a good chance I could be uh, pretty close to the top right now. There's there's no chance of that. <laughs> that's, that's a little you, bit of wishful thinking. <laughs> are you even ranked ten, Jim? No. <laughs> so there we go. No, I only started. I only started doing the battle league. Uh, just a little bit ago, so I'm it's like I'm two days before it shut down. <laughs> no, I'm I'm rank five, rank five. So no, you're yeah. probably a higher rank than I am right now. I have not had very much time to do the Go Battle League basically since I, the baby was born. Let's say I rather I would I to me playing the Battle League is easier than uh, you know potentially going out to try and find Pokemon Hunt. You get no experience point from it, but mm. it's just fun. Well, you know, the nice thing, what I'm looking forward to in one of the upcoming updates, they will introduce a, like, friend feature. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, you already have your friends. So you will be able to see which one of your friends are online, and then you will be able to invite them to raid with you. It would probably, it would probably nice. surprise nobody listening to this show. Uh, but uh, both Megan and Christian are not friends of mine on uh, Pokemon Go. So, oh, am I not? Just, uh, is, that, is that actually true? Because Megan that, and I are friends. Yeah, yeah, that's Probably why I said I've... surprising nobody. Uh, <laughs> have I'm you ever reached like... out? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so just uh, just putting that out there. Let's talk about all the great fun friend features. Meanwhile, my two best Pokemon friends. Uh, Megan and I are best friends on Pokemon Go. <laughs> I know. I, I, send, I send you the good stuff. <laughs> Anyway, uh, oh, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> also going on in Pokemon Go is uh, the Solstice event uh, is live, but doesn't it end like in a day or so? I think it ends. Um, maybe. Um, it's probably over by the time you listen to this. Now that hang on. I can just pull up Pokemon Go. I'm doing it right now. It is currently loading. And there is a there is a Magmar in my neighborhood that I like I have walked around my neighborhood forever and I cannot find it. Uh, the butt face. 
it eludes you. <laughs> wow. That's... It's what it is. You can't even, I, I mean, there's, there's just no way around it. Hang on here. Summer solstice ends in 10 hours and 34 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> man, so let's talk about how much fun we had doing the uh, summer solstice. So event. if you it played, you basically, you basically got double start catch stardust. Yes. So, yeah. uh, and some like solstice themed Pokemon, including Clefairy appeared in shiny form. Which, yes, you know, oh, in shiny form. I didn't get shiny form. I saw oh, that's because you just didn't work hard enough. Clearly. I did get, I did get a shiny bee drill dirt for community. Uh, yeah. Group. I actually, it actually took me a way longer than I expected. Uh, to get get that. Um, also, the uh, free the free. Uh, d- did either of you guys get the free Pokemon, like the one guaranteed Pokemon encounter per day? Did either no. of you guys get that? Because I no. did. What was it? Uh, well, it changes from day to day. Oh. So, There's like you know, just... today I got Eevee. Um, like uh, it it has random. Like yeah, Professor Willow like showed up and he's like, hey, Christian. We just want you to know that we think you're really special, and so we're going to add a special <laughs> incense, and you're not going to be able to see it, not going to be able to like do anything about it, but it's going to cause exactly one Pokemon to appear. Okay. Also, if you go to the shop, and I will flash this now on the screen, I get one free daily box. Oh yeah, but like those boxes have been garbage. Okay, so everyone, you've gotten that too. Yeah, I've gotten that. Those boxes yeah, I, are garbage. I have like no idea how. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just a handful of pokeballs, maybe a potion. I mean, it's no different than like a Pokestop spin, but it's something. Yeah, there's nothing near where I live at all. Hmm. There used to be some Pokemon that would show up, but now there's just like nothing. <laughs> it's really upsetting. Uh, so, all right, so that's that, and then. Uh... Also in mobile games, uh, Pokemon Cafe Mix. The game. Oh my god, I've been playing the crap out of that game. <laughs> okay, so announced last week. The game is out this week, uh, and uh, I guess I'll let you guys take it away because I have I have downloaded. I have not yet played it yet. It's yeah, so I, uh, cute. I love yeah, it. it is. It's it is the definition of dumb and also cute. Um, I really like that. You know, the the Pokemon wear these like little like newsy caps. Mm-hmm. Um, when you recruit them to become unpaid labor for the cafe. Um, I, uh, the actual like puzzle mechanic sucks. Like I, I, I will say that I, I'm not a fan of that. Um, See, I disagree, but I just really like that kind of style of puzzle. I mean, it's not even a puzzle. It's yeah. just, it's, it's not, there's no like necessarily strategy behind it it's just like a mindless like flick and click but it's something to do just like if you're fiddling around like the if you ever played like the Tsum Tsum games like the marvel Tsum Tsum or any of that like where you just kind of like connect you know little icons together that's what this is you can move around it's like a big gumball machine but it's super satisfying when you can get them all together so yeah, I um, yeah, I was about to say it, that's the exact the Marvel Zoom Zoom. Um, yep. That's that's exactly where I've seen this before. I played that for approximately two hours um, and decided I didn't like that puzzle mechanic. But this the is Zoom a Pokemon Zoom game? game. Yeah, I just I did because I ended up getting pretty cute Zoom Zoom. So I was like, oh okay. Yeah. This looks I yeah. still have it on my phone right next to Pokemon Cafe Mix. <laughs> I am this. I am the literally the exact demographic for this game. <laughs> Next to like smaller kids. I don't know what that says about me, but no, I, I love it. I love the tea shop, the aesthetic of the game, the artwork. 
Yeah, it's a really nice mindless game. Now I haven't gotten to the point yet because I'm I'm obviously pretty new to it. It just came out today that I haven't hit the wall where I have to grind a lot. Yeah. So if you well, talk yeah, to think... me in about a week or two. Well, the Marvel Sumsum game is now called. It's an entirely different game. It's called Emoji Blitz. Sorry. Huh. Okay. Well, and that's. I mean, so uh, from what I understand, so there's like a hundred levels currently available in uh, you know Cafe Mix, and I'm assuming they will add additional levels and stuff like that, similar to what they did uh, with. Um, what was the Pokemon mix and match game? Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, you know, I'm hoping that this is a game that, you know, because uh, cause I saw that, like, some people have already, like, beaten uh, Cafe Mix. Good um, lord. Hey. I mean, there's only 100 levels, you know. I mean, in, in their defense, if you got, like, a few hours True. kill and a couple of bucks to spend... You know, it is not that hard to complete 100 levels of puzzles, um, especially this style of puzzle, when it's really just rapidly swirl your finger around the screen. Um, so, like, I'm curious as to how much support they give this game and, like, mm. what they do from here. I like it. It's a good foundation for a free-to-start mobile game, a very forgiving uh, free-to-start mobile game. Like, there, there's not much incentive to pay money. Oh, no. Yeah, like uh, like you get some like premium items, but that's like it. I mean, it's not like Candy Crush where it's like, well, if you don't have like these like four rainbow gumdrops along with like the like you know unlimited energy, you're never going to pass. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know if those are actual words, by the way. I haven't played Candy Crush in like seven years, but you know, <laughs> I think those are things that actually exist. Uh, but you know, this game, it's like, cause I saw like, you know, some of the premium items were like, oh yeah, uh, we're going to give you a little bit of extra directionality on some of your like bonus things that help clear stuff out. And that's oh. it. Yeah. It doesn't seem super necessary, but we'll Yet, see. If right? it, yeah. That's how they, yeah. that's how they get you. Next week is, do you want to pass this level? $400. Yep. Yep. And people, people, people will spend it. There are people who will spend it, but I am not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's Pokemon Cafe Mix. Uh, before uh, we get to the deep dive, let's talk about Pokemon Journeys for a second because it got real good. Oh man, it was so nice and refreshing to have this this back as all the anime starts returning from Japan. So basically uh, the Japanese broadcast uh, Pokemon journeys, the new anime uh, released a new episode. And this was kind of the long awaited episode that a lot of Pokemon fans have had since X and Y uh, the gym leader, Karita made her return and it was just like a super cute, wholesome episode with her and Ash interacting, you know, Karina and her Lucario meeting Ash and his Rialu. Um, there was a, there was a nice tournament that that was held um and ash everyone really wanted to see riola join the fight but that couldn't have happened because it is just a small child it would not have <laughs> done well uh, so ash entered dragonite and gengar into the battle karina entered her pokemon gengar got bodied so hard he just which is so weird because they that gengar i thought was supposed to be like Super OP. Well, he's, I think, I mean, he he has been. I mean, part of it is it's 
Gengar is a you know mm-hmm. ghost slash poison type, and yeah. while you know fighting type moves do not impact Gengar, yeah. uh, steel type moves are super effective, and I believe that's what he got because yeah. because Gengar beat uh, didn't he beat the first uh, uh, was it mind uh, made I I can't it's one of those stupid Pokemon yeah. that can never uh, Mangshu evolution yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it was only it was only against the Mega Lucario that Gengar really struggled, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So like he he got a good showing. Um, yeah. It was yeah. just that you know like for it's one of the few times in the anime which they actually acknowledge type differences, you yeah. know, actually make make an impact in battles. Yeah, so that so that was great. Um, but after Gengar gets bodied, Dragonite comes out, and it's so funny in the anime watching like Pikachu and Riolu from the sidelines being like biting their nails because they're like. Oh my God. Um, but it's so cool seeing that battle. There were some great animation moments. Uh, Lucario and Dragonite are such like an interesting mashup. You know, it ends up Ash wins the battle. So we get some nice, nice redemption uh, in this, in this battle. And it kind of seems like Karina might appear again later in this, in this series. Once Ash's Rialu has evolved with enough friendship into uh, Lucario's. So that's exciting for fans to be able to see again. And now everyone is just patiently waiting to see, you know, what next character from, you know, previous Pokemon anime will return next. Mm. Because if we can get Karina and that long, long lost promise fulfilled all these many years later, uh, anything is possible at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, it was it was good because, I mean, it directly acknowledged, you know, one of the big frustrations about the Pokemon anime series as it has gone for these 20 years is that, you know, Ash sometimes, like, regresses. And, like, Mm -hmm. you know, they've done a better job of acknowledging, you know, especially, you know, um, you know, Black and White and X and Y and even to some extent Sun and Moon kind of, like, fuzz away a lot of Ash's, you know, yeah, he's got 20 years of anime history Mm. um, that's all in the course of, like, a year and a half. Uh, (laughs) But... You know, this this is uh, another direct reference to a Pokemon series that has not been acknowledged up to this point. You know, that's the other thing. This is the first time the Pokemon XY has been acknowledged outside of Pokemon mm-hmm. XY, oh, um, yeah. which I think is a big deal. Um, yeah. It certainly sets the stage for what Pokemon Journeys is going to do. And also, I liked it that um, it really um, subtly showed Ash's growth. I mean, yes, this was a two-on-two fight, but, you know, Ash had a hell of a time against Mega Lucario during their first encounters. Now, mind you, Mega Lucario wanted to, like, kill Pikachu. Like, straight-up murder Pikachu. Like, this is... And, like, they're like, whoa, Mega Lucario, what are you doing? And he's like, I have spikes for hands and they have to go inside Pikachu's body. (laughs) Um, And it was weird and, like, disturbing. But, um, you know we went from like an extended arc about like Karina trying to control her Mega Lucario and also Ash trying to beat this Mega Lucario. We went from that to like, Oh yeah. Mega Lucario. Mm, whatevs. Here's my Dragonite. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. Cause like in X and Y, like when Ash first saw like Mega Lucario's evolution, like he was excited, but he was mostly terrified because obviously the stakes involved with this battle. But in this episode, when Mega Lucario finally did the evolution, like the look on Ash's face was so much more like, 
I got this. Like it was such like a satisfying moment. Um, so you really got to see more of like the compounding of this 20 plus years, a thousand plus episodes of Pokemon. It was just very satisfying more f- for more reasons than just Karina. So if we get like, you know, how, I mean, Sun and Moon was a fairly long anime. I mean, if we can get that kind of l- length and runtime for journeys, like I am sold, mm-hmm. sold. Yeah, so. no, I would be just thrilled by that. Yeah, so they're they're doing all the right things right now. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Well, I just love those too, but like when in Sun and Moon, because it, it ran so long, they basically became superheroes. Yeah, they yeah. really did. <laughs> Honestly, the like. Second half. <laughs> like, it was like, how do we keep this going? I know, make them superheroes. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm here for it. Do it with I Journeys. It. Yeah. yeah, like it's so good. Like, keep doing what they're doing. Right now, the Pokemon company. I mean, I know there are obviously people who are going to complain because there are always those people who are going to do so. But in terms of the whole breadth of the anime series so far, all 20 plus years of it, it's hit a very good streak right now. Mm-hmm. So very excited. All right. When we get back, we are going to talk about Pokemon Unite, the good, the bad, and a lot of the ugly. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. All right. So the big news this morning was that the Pokemon Company announced a MOBA-type game called Pokemon Unite from Tencent Studios. And boy, oh boy, people were not happy. Because of course they're not happy. <laughs> I say it was I'm watching the video and then uh, you see a bunch of you know thumbs up on the YouTube video and then like the announcement happens and then people realize that that is the only announcement we're getting today and all of a sudden the number of uh, you know thumbs down just like skyrocketed. Oh, I just checked the ratio because I was curious. So when this morning we left it off, it was 37,000 likes to 35,000 dislikes. Now it's 57,000 likes and 110,000 dislikes. Wow. (laughs) We have a lot to unpack, so let's get started. Who (laughs) who would like to explain what a a MOBA is first? Uh, So a MOBA is a, what is it? A multiplayer online battle arena game. So basically what it is, is teams, each person controlling one character um, you know, is goes into some sort of head-on head, uh, head-to-head battle, 
where there is some sort of objective at stake. Usually these objectives are like invade, successfully invade your opponent's base and destroy a nexus of some kind or something like that. In Pokemon Unite, uh, the goal is you are, will actually be running around capturing uh, Pokemon using your Pokemon, so you, like you'll be a Machamp, leveling up your character, beating up um, other Pokemon, and then depositing them into one of several goals uh, points. Um, your opponents can try to impede this by either beating you up, destroying your goals, or um, you know basically capturing more Pokemon than you. So the premise itself, an interesting take on the Pokemon franchise. I'm a little bit confused about the Pokemon capturing other Pokemon, yeah. but... Don't we'll, think about we'll, it too hard, Hoffer, right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll let that pass. The issue, the reason why this is being heavily uh, down, you know, whatever, disliked, is, is it's two reasons. One, they split this up into, like, two parts. You know, last week we got Pokemon Snap. Uh, we got Pokemon Cafe Mix. We got a few different styles, you know, a few different games um, that were all, like, bundled together. And then we got a separate announcement. So expectations were set high because they're like, yeah, we got Pokemon Snap. And they dropped that in the middle of a presentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So expectations, whether fairly or unfairly, were set very high. And here's the thing. We knew this game was coming. We knew that Pokemon and Tencent were working on a game together. And, you know, that it was likely going to be this, this sort of style of game. You know, that's just the reality of it. Um, Tencent is known for making literally the most popular game. And people, I'm sure the comments are going to be, what about League of Legends? And what about, you know, Defense of the Ancients too? Um, and like, you know, frankly, like Arena of Valor is literally the most popular mobile game in existence. It yeah. prints money on a scale that makes uh, the, the, like the Pokemon games look bad. I mean, yeah. this, is, this is a huge money-making game. It's not very big in the United States. Even though people do play like League of Legends and, you know, Defense of the Ancients 2. It, that is just, you know, a little itsy-bitsy, like, you know, sliver of the, you know, the, the, how much money these games make, especially over in certain markets over in Asia. But uh, now, Christian, yes. I'm going to stop you there. Didn't we say the same thing about Pokemon Masters? No, we said mobile games were a big deal. And we said that, hey, d- uh, this, this Gotcha-style game, you know, has, you know, is a popular genre of games. And, like, listen, I've got two of those style games <laughs> that I play every goddamn day <laughs> on my phone. Pokemon Masters just wasn't a good game yeah. out of no, the gate. And yeah. it's not the style of game. Like, those games, how they hook you is they, they got to get you right from the start. I yeah. mean, from what yeah. I understand, Pokemon Masters is a decent game now. I don't know, because I haven't played it in, what, like, nine months since it yeah. came out? Because it wasn't very good. It really um, bombed its Western launch, basically. Mm-hmm. But, but, like, it does very well in Japan. Like, when I'm looking in, like, Japanese Twitter... You know, people have pretty pretty solid reception of it. Uh, I thought it was also interesting too that this this game is also being ported over to the Switch. Uh, yeah, that I, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
um, like, you know, I think that, like, you know, that that in and of itself will make that game a bit more marketable to me personally, you know, because I do not like playing, like, those MOBA-style games on my phone. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's a crappy experience, and I have, like, one of the larger phones that's out there. Like, I have an mm-hmm. iPhone 11, 11S, I think. Um, you know, like I like big screens and I can't, I can't, it's, it's not very good. Like, you know, when you play like MOBAs, like I'm used to like League of Legends where I'm running around with my, you know, mouse clicking on stuff. Um, and the mobile experience just doesn't really do Mm -hmm. it for me. Um, so I'm glad they have the switch. I'm a little bit curious, you know, like all things, this, this game, it's actual popularity will come down to. How much support does the Pokemon company give it? How much support does it have post-launch? Like, right now, there's only 10 Pokemon that we saw on the roster. If those are my only choices, I'm going to leave that game behind very quickly. Yeah. I mean, the thing is... is got my boy Gengar, so at least I'm in for that. that I mean, true. that's one strike against it. Um, wow. Stop. Geodude's next. Geodude yeah. party. That'll but, like, one thing we do have three. to... To remember, I mean, for anyone who's listening who isn't plugged into, like, you know, game developers, publishers, anything like that, I mean, Tencent is not a small company. It, no. I mean, we just said it brings in money that would make, you know, Niantic and Pokemon Go, you know, blush out of embarrassment. They have a lot of money and they have a lot of resources. So, at the very minimum, you know Tencent's going to be pushing for for mm-hmm. updates. I mean, they update their current MOBA games frequently with collaborations, yeah. you know, in the Asian market. Um, so there is absolutely going to be a heavy marketing push behind this game. I'm curious mostly to see the difference of opinion and successes between the two markets, because immediately after we realized what this game was, I mean, all of us in the chats were saying, well, this game wasn't meant to be necessarily for, you know, a Western demographic for, you know, U.S. fans necessarily. But in Korea, you know, Japan, China, for sure, this game is going to crush money. Um, so it's going to be curious to see, like, the difference of um, interpretation of success for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, because right now, everyone's like, oh, this sucks. I'm not going to play it. No one's going to play it. When the reality is there were there's going to be a lot of people playing it that we just might not necessarily see in our fandom conversations. Yeah, yeah, this this is not a game that is, going, is marketed towards the f- traditional Pokemon fan base. They're hoping to get some crossover, but mm-hmm. this game's success will be how it can stack up to mobile MOBAs like, uh, you know, uh, what is it, Arena of Valor is what I think the U.S. version is. I forget. I can't tell. The, the, the game that Tencent makes currently, which is like literally the biggest game of all times, has two names because they remarketed it when mm-hmm. it you know got released <laughs> in the West. And it has done like it has not done very well in the West. Uh, yeah. So we like have this tendency to forget about it. But you know, the Chinese video game market is huge, is relatively untapped. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, uh, it, in part because of how. Um, you know, the Chinese law dictates, you know, what can be consumed by the Chinese market. Um, you know, which, you know, Pokemon is teaming up with Tencent, a Chinese company. Um, they have, if you remember, they specifically made some name changes not too long ago um, to make sure that their Pokemon comply with, you know, current Chinese law forbidding the use of English or not English, um, like, uh, 
No, like, yeah, like, you know, they're not allowed to use, like, you know, like traditional, like, you know, English letters. Yeah, I, the I, Romanized I, alphabet. Yes, so. Romanized alphabet. Thank you. I was, I'm, I have a newborn. I'm tired. I can't use words <laughs> all the time. Um, but, you know, like, this could be a big game. A lot of it will depend on, you know, one, is it a good game? If this is just yep. a cheap cash grab, kind of like Pokemon Masters, it's going to flop, and it's going to flop hard. Um, two, you know, can it? Comp- how does it stack up to other MOBA games? Like, you know, I, 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 this is, like, always the big question when it comes to, like, card games. You know, um, there are some very established um, card, like, digital card games out there. You know, Hearthstone, uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. Um, mm-hmm. And so whenever somebody tries to get into that space – you're really, you know, it's not only like how good is your card game, but how well does it compare to these other like megaliths inside that space? And Pokemon Unite will have to do that. I frankly do not know if Pokemon Unite can really appeal, especially as like I say this lovingly, Pokemon's competitive scene is like, you know, little drops compared to like, you know, um, League of Legends competitive, um, you know, defend, you know, you know, Dota, you know, competitive play, uh, StarCraft competitive play. Like we don't even think about StarCraft competitive play, and you know that it's is a, still it's still one of the yeah, biggest games. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, like it's huge. Yeah. Um, so the Pokemon company better be ready to invest, and that's that's the thing that I didn't see here, and this mm. kind of worries me. Is you know those leagues. You know, they got established because their parent, the parent companies behind those dumped a lot of money into forming this competitive league. You know, they made it so that, you know, people wanted to compete for the prize pools. Mm-hmm. We don't see that Mm-mm. in any other aspect. You know, if, if they're just going to have like, oh, yeah, we're doing Pokemon Unite at the Pokemon World Championships. Like, no yeah. one's going to care. Like, exactly. and I say this like respectfully because I, I like the Pokemon world championships. I have yeah. a lot of fun, you know, watching them, you know, but you know, th- that, that is literally like hobby gaming. Yeah. I mean, it's the very definition of hobby gaming. Like no, even the best Pokemon players in the world, you know, don't do it. It's not their like full-time occupation. That's like fine. Mm-hmm. But for Pokemon unite, if they're looking to make waves in the space, they better be willing to pony up like, you know, yeah. the support and the prize pools and the, you know, like competitive play that these yeah. games thrive on. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, maybe they don't do it in the Western market, but they for sure have to do it in in the Asian market that this this game already has kind of a foothold in. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these people in, you know, Korea and Japan, you know, places that that are very attuned to these MOBA games that Tencent has been making before, they've already put in a lot of time, a lot of money into the other games they're currently playing. They're going to have to be convinced that it's worth investing, you know, another pool and another time of money, taking mm-hmm. away resources from stuff that they play now into this new game, which, you know, competitive play and competitive, you know, prizes could could do that it's just whether you know pokemon or tencent's going to be willing to back that i have little doubt tencent would be 
you know, opposed to it, but it'll just depend on how the licensing goes. And I just kind of think overall in the Western market, this game has kind of blown its chance. Like, I don't think, I don't think there's a way this game can be like really saved here in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, I, it would be, it would be the comeback of a century. <laughs> um, I think it's going to do fine in other markets, but. They just need to figure out you know, a better way of marketing it. This was a marketing misstep. And, and, you know, quite frankly, this could have all been prevented if they kind of like tease like, and next week we're going to be presenting 11 minutes on a unannounced Pokemon mobile game or something like that. Yep. Like, you know, the, 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 the problem was... They, they set the expectation too high. They, and, yeah. I mean, and you know they did that because it was certainly an agreement with Tencent. Because in some markets, this is worthy of its own announcement. Yeah, but... Not you know, for us. It wasn't you can, for us. You, you, you know, it is possible to show nuance. Like, you know, something yeah. the Pokemon company really struggles with. <laughs> you know, um, is that, you know, there is a way of... And, and don't get me wrong. This is as much on the fandom, like, wanting the moon 100% yeah. of the time. Absolutely. Like, you know, we we want, every time the Pokemon company makes any sort of announcement, we get ticked if it's not Sinnoh remakes, if it's not Pokemon Let's Go Johto, if it's not a new Pokemon game. Like, well, main series. I mean, look, we've been asking for Pokemon Snap for how long, and now we got it? <laughs> I mean, but that's, that's a perfect example. Surprising, you but know. That, but that, yeah, that, I mean, but that's it, right? Like, it's... Um, and, I don't know. So wait, but I have a quick question though, because I don't, I, I don't really play MOBAs. Um, but is it something where like, are they at, do they add heroes or things like that? Yeah, like, like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they, so, and this is the, this is another thing. How are they going to monetize this game? Like, yeah. because some MOBAs, the less popular ones tend to have a core set of heroes that mm-hmm. you, everyone gets. And then when new heroes are added, you have to pay to unlock them. The more popular ones, such as League of Legends, do uh, how they monetize is through the use of like skins, like basically things that don't actually impact the gameplay, mm-hmm. um, but basically like premium cosmetics. Okay. I don't know how you're going to do premium cosmetics for Pokemon. For Flower Pokemon, crowns. I mean, Flower yeah, no one wants Shine- that. Megan, Pokemon's shiny. Like shinies or something, you know, like, and that's the thing. Like, I don't want, if, if my cosmetics is like, oh, you can turn Charizard into like Typhlosion, like get out of there with that. Like, you know, like, no, yeah. thank you. That is, that's like, that's one of the things like freaking hate about a lot of, you know, like, like superhero games. Like, it's like, oh yeah, we're, you know, you want John Stewart Green Lantern? We'll give you John Stewart Green Lantern. It's a skin of, you know, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan's like, if I wanted you know, like one, that's demeaning and insulting. And also, like, no, John Stewart's like abilities and his strengths are totally different than Hal Jordan. Just like yeah. I don't want freaking, you know, a reskinned, you know, Charizard being Typhlosion. Typhlosion does certain things better than freaking Charizard. Give me something that actually reflects, you know, yeah. The, the Pokemon that I like, their strengths and weaknesses, as opposed to just reskinning the same stuff over and over and over again. I mean, even Pokemon Masters did that right eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously these things we we still don't know about, but just all I know is, you know, woke up early for this, as did so many people around the world. And uh, and again, partially fandom's fault, 
it was, it's a two part, you know, p blame system here, but everyone was so excited. Twitch streamers were ready to go. They had so much conversation, the hype in the chat room and on Twitter. I mean, it was very excitable both here. I mean, in Japan, it was like the number one trending topic. And within minutes of the announcement, it was just, everyone was like, there's no coverage of this today. We're not even <laughs> going to waste our breath on this. Yeah. Um, and so I think at the minimum, you know, the hardcore fans, I don't think they're going to change their opinion on it because they got burned bad. You know, a casual audience, there's definitely still, you know, an arena for that. But I, that, that audience is just not that large here currently. Um, I think this game, you know, Pokemon Unite is going to have a very difficult time, you know, in our market, at least here. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's going to, it's still going to make plenty of money unless they mess up with the monetize the monetization element or if the game just fundamentally sucks you know it's still going to make plenty of money but it's just not going to make it here <laughs> yeah no I, I agree cool well with that we have run out of time so we will probably save all of the uh, isle of armor talk for next week uh, give everyone a little bit more time to play with it uh, mainly because I've really my only contribution was going to be I've just been really roaming around uh, the wild area ish to you know just see what was out there. I haven't really gotten into the story aspect of it yet, so that'll be probably what I do next. Although I did get my Tentacool and Tentacruel, so that's progress. Yeah, I do good for you. I do love them. Um, all right, so uh, with that, what I did want to do because we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks, I did want to read uh, some of the uh, listener reviews that we have gotten. Uh, if you leave us a five-star review on iTunes and we read it on the air, you get a free comicbook.com t-shirt. Caveat, when we get back into the office. When will that be? I still don't know. So um, keep those reviews coming because we, uh, we love hearing from you guys. Uh, first one is, uh, the headline is, uh, I'd love to see a live show. I've loved Pokemon ever since I was four years old. Hearing these Poke fans talk about Poke news and upcoming events and new merch is the highlight of my week and the bane of my wallet. If they started doing live shows, I would go. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Nope. I don't know if we're ever going to do a live show because that one requires all three of us to be in the same space at the same time. And it's a little bit known of a little known fact that when all three of us are in the same space at the same time, the you know world actually implodes. <laughs> so it might be dangerous, but you I know, if, if conventions you know want to bring us in, to That's do right. a live recording of this. Yeah, sure. I'll do right it. There. Absolutely. I'm there. So, so thank you, BD Spot, for that one. All right. Next one is uh, Becoming a Pokemon Master from Ribcopters. Very educational and up-to-date Pokemon news of the week. I can't wait to hear uh, every new exciting thing about Pokemon every Thursday. If something is missed or I want uh, more of their thoughts, I can always get an answer fairly quick from Jim, Megan, or Hoffer. Favorite part is the Pokemon fact of the week. It just confirms how much I would love to have Pokemon in the real world, but also terrifies me at the same time. Thanks for all the great laughs and wonders. P.S. Bulbasaur, in my opinion, is the worst starter for being a flower frog. Who wouldn't love a turtle that shoots water? Wow. That was just a sharp dagger. Last I mean, night. I thank I'm you, thank you, Ribcopters. You get two shirts. No, I'm just kidding. You get one. Um. <laughs> uh, sorry, I I I, I zoned uh -huh. out there for a second. Uh, and then the last one's said. a last one is a, a quick uh, short one from uh, Fabs0519. Best Pokemon podcast out there. Informative and very entertaining. Love your show. Well, we love you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Big hearts, big hearts everywhere. 
All right, that's going to do it for our show today. No, oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, no, whoa, my God. Whoa. What are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Everybody, everybody wow. listening, find Jim Almost. on Twitter. Almost. Yell him. at him. Yell Almost. at him. Not the Pokemon fact of it's, the week. It's the fan favorite have... part, but Jim's least favorite part. Like, literally, the <laughs> favorable reviews. I, hy- I, I hyped it up at the beginning of the show. All right, Christian, Pokemon fact of the week. What do we got this week? Well, you know, Grimer. We're, we're, we're to Grimer in our walk through the Pokedex. You know, Grimer is a Pokemon born of trash and sludge. In fact, you know, apparently, you know, Grimer actually, you know, is born when x-rays from the moon, you know, go and hit, uh, I believe it's just like, you know, toxic sludge in the ocean. You know, however... If Wait, we were place... you not kidding about the x-rays? And no, uh, let, me, let me pull up the exact... Oh man! Um, uh, it is born from sludge transformed by exposure to X-rays from the moon. What? So this is another technically extraterrestrial Pokemon, similar does to the, Clefairy. Does the moon does the moon transmit X-rays? I I don't know. In the I Pokemon could... universe, yes. <laughs> yeah, clearly in the Pokemon universe. <laughs> However, um, you know, Grimer is sustained. It's actually while we look at it as sludge, it apparently. Uh, needs a some sort of like internal load of germs to survive and so when exposed when placed in a sterile environment and by the way this is not how sterile environments work when exposed to a sterile environment because it can its germs cannot apparently sustain itself it dies Um, because once the germ load inside of its body uh, decreases it dies um so that's that's weird in and of itself. Like one, I don't think the Pokemon Company knows what a sterile environment means. No, but if it were like to go into a hospital, there's no bacteria for it to. Uh, yeah, there's lots of bacteria in there's hospitals. There's plenty of bacteria. I, I, underst- I, I understand, but if it goes into like a maybe like a, a surgical room, right? then it contaminates the stuff that it's on. You know, the that's point true. is, it's you know, un- unless by what it means is it needs to constantly absorb germs. A sterile environment, once you place a source of germs in it, it is no longer sterile. It becomes contaminated. Right. I think it needs uh, to absorb new germs. Yes, yeah. you know, which I don't think is actually the case. But that aside, that feeds into a larger thing. This gets weirder, this entire like oh, sludge God. monster Pokemon. <laughs> so it talks about in the po- recent Pokedex entries about how the population of Grimer and Muck have decreased in recent years as the popula- as pollution goes down to the point that in one of Muck's recent Pokedex entries, they have to create special sludge ponds in order to sustain the Muck population. So oh they, they, there's like legitimate like Muck and Grimer like Muck is an farming. endangered species. And that we is are so like it. fish. That is so crazy. I, I mean, farm yeah. them like fish. Imagine that being your job in the Pokemon universe. Oh, hey, what do you do? I'm an accountant. Oh, that's great. I farm Grimer. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the entire thing is really bizarre because, you know, one, this raises some uncomfortable questions, not only about the Pokemon company's like environmental ethos, where it's like, oh, yeah, if the world is too clean. Grimer and Muck die. I hope you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes off like, right? It's true. And also, you know, the fact that they have to make these like controlled population pits, uh, p- uh, pollution pits, to like keep the gri- like the Muck population like sustained, and also 
do we really want a muck population? So many yeah. really weird and deep questions here. And this I isn't mean, even the Alolan muck that eats pollution. This is just normal muck. I am so I have so many questions about the autonomy of this Pokemon, whether or not it wants to be around, because mm-hmm. like it didn't get the choice. The moon and sludge just made it. So like who are we to create an artificial environment? I don't know. I'm not a fan of this, but I'm also curious what would happen if like you feel <laughs> if you like basically gave a Pokemon like a giant thing of hand sanitizer and just like Yeah, can you kill <laughs> can you kill Grimer by just like, you know, spraying it with like some antiseptic? Oh my gosh. Yeah, like I have so many questions. And like also like when you heal a Pokemon, so then can you like, not what use is hy- it doing? Can you not use Hyper Potion or whatever on it? Because it's like, exactly. like a specialized Hyper Potion. Yeah. What's happening? Like if you give your Grimer to Nurse Joy, like does she have to heal it in a special <laughs> she, place? She because, just goes like, and like injects like, like toxic waste. <laughs> yeah, because like you think like if that heals like poisoning from other Pokemon that it would get rid of those germs, but those germs are necessary for Grimer to survive so you can't heal it with the rest it makes There's no sense questions. pokemon i need answers oh man ah, ah, we're getting too deep too, too deep, deep. Too deep. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll pull us back out uh if you uh, want more weird pokemon facts like this <laughs> There's plenty of other episodes for you to go listen to. So I encourage you to go back and listen to them, even if you were to just skip to the end, just to listen to the Pokemon fact of the week. Um, there, there's some great, great discussions there. So uh, until then, if you guys want to catch up with us or ask us any questions about uh, our further thoughts on Pokemon Unite or uh, where we're at in uh, the Pokemon DLC, you can find me on Twitter at Jim Viscardi. I'm on Twitter at Megan Peters CB. And I am at C. Hoffer, C. Bus. Until next Thursday, folks. We'll catch you then.